Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Elon Musk has made an offer to purchase Twitter, and some people thought that that was going to be coming, and it did, apparently earlier today, to the tune of, what was it, $40 billion or something? I thought it was $42 billion. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Uh, so, That's a legit offer. It was a lot more than uh, it's really worth. He paid uh, thirty eight dollars a share last week for what he did buy. Yeah, and this week he offered fifty four dollars a share. Fifty four dollars and twenty cents a share. He wants to take Twitter wow. private. So Five that- four twenty. He did that on purpose. Uh, he does that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk does <laughs> yeah. do that stuff. So yeah, he's constantly using the number four twenty and sixty nine. Hmm. And <laughs> I didn't know until Matt pointed out to me. I always thought it was just random letters that he came out with his like Tesla Model S, and then there was the Model E, the th- three. no, the three. Oh, okay. oh the three. like an E, yep. and mm-hmm. then the X, Reversed. and then the Y, so it's yep. sexy. sexy. <laughs> yeah. I like him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what his, I don't know what his angle is, but I like him. I don't either. Uh, although there's a there's an interview I've been sort of watching very slowly. It it's been a, around since late December, where he sits down with the Babylon Bee editors for almost an hour and 40 minutes and has a conversation with them about various different things. I've only watched 14 minutes of it. It's not my priority or anything like that. But every now and then I'll come back and I'll watch it for, for a few minutes just to see what the guy says. Uh, he's he's obviously at least seemingly freedom friendly in a lot of ways. God, you know, you want to you, you wanna like him. Well, they're trying to spin this narrative that he's somehow threatening democracy with this so they might just you know use some backhanded way to take him away or keep it away from him i Call don't know him a terrorist and nationalize twitter yeah <laughs> because they're trying to say oh he's he's a threat to democracy right now that's what all the tweets are saying really yeah. oh yeah yeah the leftists are freaking out about well this. that's the funny thing is you know elon musk is using the same terminology saying that having a free speech platform helps democracy yeah, so it doesn't he's... make sense that uh him buying it to make it uncensored would threaten democracy. It's only the other way around. Yeah, the leftists are afraid he's going to reinstate Trump, right? Like that's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what they're afraid that's of. Their, that they're so. I mean, that's the pettiest <laughs> thing ever, right? Um, Imagine my, the shrieking if hell, that actually. It'd be great. It'd be great. He couldn't just reinstate Trump because he owned Twitter. Sure, he could. Well, he, he'd be the owner. Oh, yeah, of the yeah. of the. Oh, okay, you thought I meant into the presidency? Yeah, I meant- no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. no Trump's, Trump will get his Twitter account yeah. back, oh, which would be, be hilarious. I, I would. Like, man. Um, well, I mean, would Trump take it? He's got his own. Yeah, he would take it. He I hasn't he even would. posted on his own thing. He posted one time in a month. Maybe Isn't he hasn't one? because Elon uh, approached him and was like, just sweet. We got you, bro. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> give, give me a minute here. That's funny. I wonder if I wonder if Donald Trump would be willing to kick in any, uh, any partnership money on the uh, venture mm. with Elon Musk. That would be extra hilarious. I don't know a whole lot about how all this corporate stuff works with stocks or whatever, but presuming that he's the 9.2% or 9.1%, depending on which articles you read, owner of Twitter as far as stocks are concerned, I guess that would mean he would have to buy the other 91%, right? Like he has to make an I'm offer? I'm not quite sure how that part works either, but I think what he's trying to do is buy the outstanding common stock. Mm-hmm. So the outstanding common stock would be... Anything that's not treasury stock, which is what the corporation itself holds. Um, so whatever's on the stock market for sale when he goes to make the buy or he puts the offer out and the company okays it, 
then it's that's that. And, and what does it exactly mean to take it private? Means so right now it's a publicly traded company. That means that anybody with a stock trading app or broker broker or whatever can go and buy or sell Twitter stock on the stock market, mm-hmm. right on the yeah. stock exchange. Uh, but if it's a private company, that goes away. Right. All of the stock is converted. Uh, it's not converted. It's bought out. Right. It's so bought, like yeah. people who have the stock, and technically, it's a private company. It's not owned by the government, but it's publicly traded. So uh, you okay. can go be an owner too. Until if something like this happens, if if Musk comes right. in and the board of directors takes this deal and you're saying they basically have to unless somebody comes in with a better offer. Forty three billion dollars seems like a lot of money just for a damn website. I mean, <sighs> I get that the uh, the user base has got to be worth something. It has value. And, and the market decides these things and the market made that decision. It does. So. And, you know, when you buy a business, you know, a lot of the time, most of the time, I'd say when you buy a business, you're not really buying like the equipment and mm-hmm. the, the the inventory. That's not what's important. What, what's important is you're buying the book of business. The customer base. The customer base. Yeah. And Twitter is a huge one of those. Yeah, that's true. So, And they've been around for a long time. And mm-hmm. he so probably has a, a really big following on there. Which 80 he would million have to, followers. Yeah, he'd oh, have to wow. rebuild that somewhere else. Which is why Trump is all in a tissy about the Truth Social website that he tried launching uh, early March, which after months of delays, it finally came out. Trump posted once on day number one and then didn't come back and was reportedly belly aching about it in you know private with his advisors or whatever. But wait, and to see about what part? Like, what was he mad about? The fact that uh, probably the fact that the thing was botched. They mm-hmm. they launched on just uh, Android or sorry, just on iPhone, not Android. They didn't have an Android app. They didn't have a website. And so no wonder he doesn't have as many followers as he thought he was going to. He basically cut off the supermajority of the potential for people to be able to follow him. iPhones are only one-tenth, last I heard, of the cell phone market. Bonnie, you had a story about uh, the Bitcoin psychopaths. Somebody's claiming that people who are really into Bitcoin are likely to have psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. And we started this last night, and it was just... It was too confusing or whatever, and I, we didn't really like get the a first chance few to talk about it. Paragraphs alone didn't do the the article enough justice. Like mm-hmm. we were too confused about what they were trying to say. So I can just start from the we'll beginning. We'll see if we can make sense of it here. This is from New York Post. It says Bitcoin fans are psychopaths who don't care about anyone. <laughs> Study shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're confusing autists for <laughs> you know. Aspergo hmm. capitalism is heavily drawn towards things like Bitcoin. Yeah, I was going to say, what percentage of Bitcoiners are autistic? A ton. Oh, I bet. Hmm. Um, the average Bitcoin investor is a calculating psychopath with an inflated ego, according to scientists. A team of experts recently surveyed more than 500 people to uncover the personality traits that are most common among crypto nuts. They identified that many investors exhibit signs of the Dark Tetrad, a group of four unsavory traits made up of narcissism, Machiavellianism, psychopathy, and sadism. The crypto nuts also find it difficult to empathize with others and are sly and manipulative. That is the most untrue thing I've ever... To to actually be immersed in a crypto community, that is the opposite (laughs) of, of what I see. Yeah, they can't get people to... Uh, I mean, most crypto people can't get people to agree with them and 
figure out what they're doing. It, it's been a slow, slow, steady climb. The whole purpose of Bitcoin in the first place, if anybody, for anybody who's read the the actual, you know, Satoshi's white paper, the legendary white paper, it's all about helping out the common man and getting them away from the the institutional banking empire that that is destroying their fortune over and over again with things like, you know, the Enron scandal and the housing bubble and the various, you know, the the meddling with interest rates constantly yeah i mean i've got my critiques of the crypto quote-unquote community out there but it wouldn't be that they're psychopaths it would be that they're cultists totally if i'm going to criticize that's where i'm going to to focus on and uh, you're not saying you're a cultist are you i like crypto a lot dude i think it's very it's i think it's very 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 important to the future of a peaceful a peaceful happy so do i prosperous mankind i absolutely agree with that i think that it is a a tremendous tool as you mentioned to empower the individual evidently women can get women pregnant huh yeah this this whole you know identity i can be whatever i want to be they're putting dudes in prison with chicks and uh, really? dude knocked a couple of chicks up. Well, yeah. if you're not on estrogen, are you really a woman? Don't you I have to at least know, be put on ev- estrogen? Evidently, his sack still worked, darling. They're, they're, they're <laughs> making babies. Well, Thank you, Major, for the call tonight. appreciate it. Uh, I could see you saying you're non-binary, and I would respect that. I would be nice to you and everything. But if you're not even willing to put in the effort to be on estrogen and you just want to be a woman, mm-hmm. I don't get that. Like, don't you want to be a woman? And then proceed to have sex with the, the women there with your junk, your unit. I don't think we well, should get too, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to detail. Everybody's here. thinking on, the same thing. Here. We are on broadcast radio. Uh, but that is an issue when it comes to jails, right? Like now with trans people being more at least out and and prevalent, at least, or, or, that we're more aware of them. How does a jail handle a situation like that? Well, it doesn't sound like a trans people issue to me. It sounds like a people pretending like pervert issues somebody pretending to be trans because well, you're not trans if you're not on estrogen right i, I don't, don't know, know. unless don't you know just have to... no access to it i don't think that that's part of the definition i think that they're just saying if i'm a woman if somebody says they're a woman then they're supposed to be a woman or something like that i would I... think that'd be the bare minimum scientists at queensland university of technology describe their feelings or findings sorry in research published in the journal Personality and individual differences earlier this month. They asked 566 people to compete personal or complete personality surveys as well as answer questions about their attitudes to crypto. Of the participants, one in four reported that they owned crypto and two thirds showed an interest in crypto investing. Okay. I mean, you can say, oh, that sounds cool and not have any crypto or know anything about it. So all four dark tetrad traits correlated with an affinity for investing each for their own reasons. Oh, so this is their idea of a psychopath is someone who wants to get ahead in life by investing. <laughs> That's I, This is what I'm smelling. Yeah. According to researchers, dark tetrads are partly drawn to crypto because they are prepared to take risks. Digital assets such as Bitcoin are infamously volatile and the feast or famine nature of investing is particularly enticing to some. I don't see why it would be enticing to a psychopath more yeah. so than anyone else. You and don't have to be a psychopath to be a risk taker. I was about to say, is a risk taker a psychopath? No. When, when I was in high school, we all took these in this financial class I was in. We all took these uh, 
personality tests or whatever, mm-hmm. and everybody was saying, oh, wow, I got I got a 10 on that one. I got a 3 on that one. I don't remember what the n- numbers meant, but I didn't say anything because mine was like way higher than anyone else's. There's been no shortage of Bitcoin attack pieces, especially as Bitcoin has become more popular over time. Earlier in its 13-year history, it was easy to ignore it. It was just a technical you know, experiment, mm-hmm. and then it became a dollar technical experiment where no one thought it was going to hit a dollar and then it hit a hundred and then it hit a thousand and then you know now it's at forty thousand dollars for one bitcoin today and there's there's no one at this point that can say oh it's a fluke oh Hmm. it's just you know some geek libertarians they're never going to get anywhere with this thing it's clearly it's made a huge impact financially on the planet so they got to get creative with their insults and uh, ways of trying to take it down right so we've seen them attack it oh it's gonna hurt the environment and of course that's a load of of garbage um and we've we've talked about that before i don't want to rehash and you know it. just the just the, I, I do want to rehash that real quick right, just for ahead. a sec because one of the things we're talking about elon musk earlier one of the things that i didn't like about him was I generally don't like it when these famous people talk about crypto because I never feel like they have any idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And he kind of proved that to me when he started talking about the the mining not being green enough for him. Right, when he said he was going to take Bitcoin then backed out on it. The link between the traits and an affinity for Bitcoin is also driven by the fact that the currency does not have a central authority, meaning it is separate from banks and governments. So that means that psychopaths would be more likely to, huh? They just threw that in there and yeah. expected you to accept it. So are they, are they, okay, you know, we were always afraid after 9-11 that they were going to go around eventually and start calling Americans terrorists, mm-hmm. which of course they have. Sure. Now, is that proving to be not a popular thing to do? And are they trying to find a terrorist light work word to mm. market and is it psychopath hmm. i don't know yeah Good because question. when i think of psychopath i think of like dexter like who's a character a killer tv show mm-hmm. guy you know i think of a mass serial killer shooter or something like that so well not all well certainly serial killers are likely to probably all be psychopaths but not all psychopaths are exactly killers. exactly but that's just like Psychopaths are what just you think of. People who have no empathy, right? They, I think so. Yeah, they think. Uh, have no empathy and no way to relate to other people in that way. It says Machiavellians, who are good at deception and take a calculated approach to achieving goals, like crypto primarily because they distrust politicians and government agencies. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. If you're a, a Machiavellianism, you're going to be like uh, that guy, um, Brody Deshaies. You're going to be like, you're going to use the... Uh, yeah, you are going to be a politician Use, if you are a yeah, Machiavellian. That's a great example, in my opinion. Bonnie, you were wondering about the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, the easiest way to remember is a psychopath doesn't know that he's messing all your stuff up. A sociopath simply doesn't care. Hmm. Mm, okay, that's interesting. Sociopath is aware of it. And is using you and whatever to get his way, whereas you're saying the psychopath may, may be completely Just doesn't understand feelings. Right, right. Because they don't have the grasp of that phenomenon. So they don't even know that they're messing you up. They mm. just know they're doing what they want. Have you had experience with this uh, professionally? I have received both diagnoses. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Are you a bad person? 
I'm a horrible person, and I drink a lot, and I smoke a lot to keep it under control. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I think uh, the fact that you uh, sound like you have a little remorse in your voice might actually be uh, an indication to me that maybe you're not quite the psychopath that they uh, try to tell you to be. Yeah, I'm working on it. They say both are curable, and I've turned. I've turned. Yeah, you can learn empathy the same way you can learn anything. That's interesting. (laughs) That's really cool. I I had not heard that. I mean, I don't follow the the developments on psychopathy and studying it very closely. But you always heard that that was oh, you're born that way. One percent of all humans are psychopaths, and that's the end of the story. Matt, you uh, you've got a you've got some news about silencers specifically. Earlier this week, Joe Biden announced. Uh, touted that he has now banned ghost guns without any kind of act of Congress in the same way that uh, Donald Trump banned bump stocks. Uh, Joe Biden and the ATF have banned so-called ghost guns. Which yeah, for and, listeners, you know, that's not really that. That's not really what happened either. It's not, is it? No. They um, banned the business of selling kits yeah, that so are not serialized. So all the companies that sell the kits, by the way, the, the very best one out there, Polymer 80, is owned by a a hardcore libertarian dude, okay. a, a, arguably an anarcho-capitalist. I don't know how he describes himself, but I know him, and I, and uh, he's he's definitely. Uh, I wish he lived here, but um, <clears throat> polymer eighty. So they they sell, uh, they create these, you know, blanks basically. They're eighty percent finished, and you yep. have to finish them the rest of the way. They do send, they sell the other parts too? They do sell the other parts, mm-hmm. and and uh, polymer eighty has stuff like that available but it's like any manufacturer like you can buy it directly from the manufacturer but they also work with a lot of retailers so a lot of times you pick up stuff from the retailers and the retailers might sell a whole kit of yeah. some kind you know with all the parts you need um, that is apparently from what i read that's what they're really regulating now yes. they're saying if you sell a kit a gun kit mm-hmm. which previously did not have these requirements yeah. now they're going to have to have serialized receivers right on one level, it seems like a big nothing burger. Mm. Um, on another, it doesn't seem like a big nothing burger. Uh, on another level, it seems like it's actually freed some things up that are very significant. Um, How's that? Well, they put in some verbiage about silencers. Okay. And one, mind you, this document's like 300 plus pages long, so nobody's really... This quote-unquote rulemaking? Yeah. So it, it's really, you know, who knows what else is in it. But the, hmm. there's one part about silencers. Okay, so they want uh, they want silencers to all have serial numbered serial numbers on the tube, uh, whereas before you might find them on the end caps or something like that. So now they have to be on the tube. Fine, whatever. Uh, most of them have them there anyway as a default. Uh, but they have defined a silencer as a device to attach to the end of a gun to quiet the exit of the projectile. That is not what silencers do. Hmm. They quiet the sound of the uh, the crack, right? The they silence the the what makes the crack sound isn't the projectile. It is the exhaust gases that follow it, which are going supersonic. 
you can make a gun completely out of plastic. The Liberator was the proof of concept for that. And it was known for breaking after like one shot. It yeah, got, re- yeah, got really you, dangerous to use it after correct. that first yeah, shot. You don't really wow. want to mess with it. You want to print several barrels. The the barrel snapped in and out, and you could just pop a new barrel but into it. But they're starting to make hardcore ones now, They right? really are. And and the reality is like with an 80%, even if you're printing a, 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 a 3D printed lower, there's no stress. There's no explosive stress on a lot of parts of a gun, including the receiver. So most of the explosive forces are coming, uh, are being contained by the chamber of the barrel. And do people make that part out of metal? Yeah, well, you just buy a barrel. Mm. Or you can do, you know, there's people who go to Home Depot and buy, uh, you know, plumbing pipe Mm. and things like that that will, they're hold a 12-gauge shell perfectly, you can make a makeshift shotgun out of a piece of pipe from Home Depot, and uh, that generally won't wear out. But shotgun shells aren't really working with the same explosive forces as uh, like a, a 5.56 five, round. just to be clear, a regular 3D printed gun, an average one, is most likely going to be printed out of most of its me- uh, plastic, but the explosive parts are metal? Yeah. Okay, because I've always wondered that. I've always yeah, wondered. I don't know. I you think there's different. You could, you could print the. Uh, you could print the frame, mm-hmm. um, and it would look just like a Glock frame. Towards the end of that last segment, you guys speculating on the motivation Biden might have for uh, this these new restrictions on ghost guns, and I think that what one. Part of this that is inevitable is that the emergence of 3D printing and uh, stuff like that, I think, really upset what I think was a good consensus on guns in this country, and it created a problem. So um, I don't... Wait, I don't, what was I the consensus? Can... And what was the problem? Well, I think we were moving closer towards a consensus that we were okay with, you know, people having guns and stuff. But, you know, obviously we want to be keeping an eye on everything for the most part. And When you uh, say we, you, you know, mean the United States government? Yes. Do you work well, for mean, them? In a way, in a way, in a way, in a way. No, 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 I, but I mean I'm represented by them. So, I mean... Oh, you, you know, are, okay. You, you hired like them to You're one of the ones. Okay, got it. And... uh yeah, I mean, I just, I don't see how... I, but, oh, by the way, before you go on, I just want to say, I don't think there's ever been a consensus for those people who believe in the right to defend oneself, the right to bear arms. Yeah, I don't I think... Can, I can do that if I want. You have a right to vote, but you still have to register for it, and there are certain That's not that the same thing right at all. Away. That's a load of garbage to say a right to vote is somehow tantamount to, to the right to bear arms. It's like saying you have the right to say what you want to say, but you, you should talk to a special department of government before you actually go ahead and say it they need to issue you the go-ahead before you say the words yeah voting is simply a control mechanism supposedly within a system run by you know the government gang and that is you know a a thing that you can play with or not you can live your life just fine with or without uh, the the so-called right to vote but when it comes to protecting yourself or protecting your loved ones you shouldn't have to ask anyone's permission to do that dan yeah, voting isn't a natural right. Well, no. Okay, well, I. Th- <laughs> Dan, 
I guess you know what I think we're we have a fundamental disagreement. Yes, we, yes, we have principles, and you don't. You're a you, you're a utilitarian. No, 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 no. No, utilitarian. Too. No, being a utilitarian is principle. It's the lack of principles. <laughs> it's I will do anything to get what I want as long as it gets me what I want. Principles means I will always do it this way, no matter what the outcome is. I will always do it this way. I will why, always why believe this. Why can't valuing the good? in the manifestation of the good because it's everybody a has a different opinion on what the good is and value isn't the same thing as the principle el salvador uh, this is a story from msn.com and reporting actually the new york times uh on naib bukele who we've had some commentary on here he's the president of el salvador he's this guy he wears a backwards baseball cap. He's 40 or 41 years old, so relatively young for a president of a of a nation. And he's supposedly this, like, real hip Bitcoin guy. Well, guess what? He's also an authoritarian Whoa, shocker. psycho. What? He's a politician? Yeah, here's what happened. Uh, the most recent thing. After a dramatic spike in killings... Over a single weekend last month, Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele's reaction was swift and extreme. He sent soldiers into poor neighborhoods to round up thousands of people who he claimed were gang members, then paraded them in front of news cameras in their underwear and handcuffs. He tweeted pictures of detainees who had been bruised and bloodied by his security forces, suggesting that they, quote, maybe fell, unquote, or, quote, were eating fries with ketchup, Unquote. What? They were bloody. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, what's wrong with this guy? And he started feeding the nation's prisoners two meals a day instead of three, warning that if violence continued, quote, I swear to God, they won't eat a single grain of rice. So unquote. all prisoners, not even just just the gang members? Yep. He replaced the attorney general with one of his allies and removed hundreds of prosecutors and lower court judges, a purge that Human Rights Watch has said left, quote, virtually no independent institutions capable of overseeing the executive branch. So whatever checks and balances they'd had in El Salvador, he's wiping them out. Bukele, that Bukele would use the spate of homicides as a pretext to further consolidate power is no surprise to his critics, who believe he may be preparing to stay in office past 2024 when he's supposed to step down, even though El Salvador's constitution bans consecutive presidential terms. But they also say there may be another motive for his new tough-on-crime stance, diverting attention from the deepening failure of his cryptocurrency experiment. And I don't know if they mention it in this story, but he was supposed to appear at the Bitcoin convention that just happened in Miami last week. There's this huge Bitcoin Miami thing that went on. I don't know how many thousands of people were attending this, but it was a huge thing. He was expected to speak there. He spoke there last year when he announced the Bitcoin legal tender thing. That was where he kind of revealed that. Mm. And so he's supposed to come back, right? Like give us an update or there was some sort of uh, thing that he was going to announce about the Bitcoin uh, what's called the Bitcoin City that they're going to be yeah, building City. down there. I don't know what they call it. There's, there's another name for it, but um, that uh, he didn't show up. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.